You're listening to The Influencer Podcast, episode number 52. Before we dive in, I want to give my warm appreciation to our reviewer of the week, and it is M. Vayner. And M. Vayner says, I honestly feel like this podcast is a dream come true. I've been thinking about building my personal brand for years, but have been going in circles in my head due to a lack of a more in-depth understanding of the business and potential opportunities. Listening to this podcast has given me so such an education on all the many elements of building a personal brand, becoming an influencer, and all of the pieces that go along with it. The podcast has not only inspired me and helped me get my footing, but has gotten me so fired up and excited to work on my business. Thank you so much. I'm addicted to the podcast and aspire to be on it one day. Great motivation. Thank you. Well, thank you so much. I love that feedback. I love that you're getting education. You're understanding more elements to building a business, to building a personal brand. That is why we are here and that is what we do what we do so thank you for showing up and thank you for the encouragement for me to keep doing this i appreciate it and i want to hear from more of you who listen in each week so make sure to subscribe to the podcast on itunes give us a review and i would love to highlight your review in an upcoming episode Make sure to also screenshot this episode on your phone and tag me on your Instagram story. I am at Jill Solomon and hashtag the influencer podcast to let me know that you're joining in today as you know that I love to share those screenshots and to connect with you on Instagram as well. Last week, we had Laurel Mintz on the show to help us all get better acquainted with the business and legal aspect of being an influencer, from marketing strategies on growing your brand to tying up loose ends on the back end of business. It's a great show if you feel you're lacking in those areas. This week, I'm coming at you one-on-one for a solo episode, something that I haven't done in a while but can't wait to do more of. Welcome to the Influencer Podcast. Each week, Julie Solomon, a marketing strategist and New York Times bestselling publicist, takes you behind the scenes with successful influencers, bloggers, and industry elites in conversation to share how they engage, persuade, and grow their unique influence. Her mission is to share exclusive insider tips, wisdom, and action-based tools to help you strengthen, monetize, and build your own industry-leading influence. Hey guys, Julie here, and today I am taking a break from interviewing amazing guests to come at you directly and to really dive deep into a topic that is super personal and transformative for me. I've been wanting to do more of these solo episodes. I definitely have a lot to share, but most important is that I am craving connection with you all one-on-one from time to time, and I'm feeling like this week is a great time to do it. So I hope that you'll stick around as I want to talk about something that was a major catalyst into how I shifted my own influencer career. It's a topic that I get questions about all of the time from influencers and people that I meet, and it's something that is a bit vulnerable for me to dive into, so I appreciate you being here to listen today. The core of today's conversation surrounds why I rebranded my own blog a couple of years ago, and from there, how it organically tripled my engagement. You see, I talk to influencers daily who come to me with the same issue. There are bloggers who use affiliate sites as their main source of influence and income and find themselves stuck in an affiliate hamster wheel. Sooner rather than later, they desperately want out, or more importantly, they want their brand and blog to be more than an obsession and constant need to push affiliate links, and for that not to be the bread and butter of their blog, which I totally get because I was that influencer. For years, I was there on that wheel, and I and it wasn't even that long ago. 
And boy, did the blogging world teach me some hard-fought lessons when I was first starting out, but the beauty of it was that my story became my very own case study. It's what eventually led me to changing my trajectory of the way I looked at my influence, my brand, and the business of blogging, and how I can transform it to a brand of service and purpose. So let's back it up to 2014. I was working full-time as a book publicist, just had my son Camden, was new to living in LA, and wanted an outlet to connect to more women. To tie all of that together, I did what most women do when they first move to LA. I started a lifestyle blog. (laughs) But my blog was really a focus on motherhood, and I had a publicist spin on kind of all the things. My goal with the site was to bridge the gap between information and parenting in a way that made it more efficient and comfortable for any mom to understand. Plus, I wanted to build a community to share motherhood advice and experiences. Pretty much off the bat, I started diving headfirst into all things blogging. I began building a community in LA, which was a new-to-me city at the time, attending blogger events, and meeting some really fantastic women. Life was good, and things were exciting. I was making friends, I was feeling less alone, and learning new ideas in this online influencer blogging space. About six to nine months into my blogging journey, I heard about the affiliate sites that some of my blogger friends were using, and I thought it sounded cool. Plus, everyone was really excited about it. Even though sharing outfits wasn't really an aspect of my site at the time, because remember, it was a lifestyle site geared towards mom and, and, and motherhood, you better believe I thought I needed to be part of this exclusive affiliate community. I mean, my friends were making good money from it, and everyone else was starting to do it, especially here in LA, and I wasn't making any money from my blog, so I thought I needed to try it out. Really quick, for those not familiar with the affiliate sites in general, essentially influencers make a commission off of what they're selling when using the platform. So let's say a blogger links to a shirt and uses their affiliate link, which is created in the back end, and you buy that shirt, then the blogger is making a commission off of that sale, as is the affiliate company. And with blogs becoming such a huge resource for shopping in 2014, you can imagine how much bloggers were making using these affiliate sites and still making now four years later. Since you have to be accepted to this one particular affiliate company as an influencer, I put my application in and I waited. And something kind of crazy happened. Pretty much overnight, I started questioning my blog and my brand in a way that I never had before. I started thinking to myself, am I good enough? Why haven't I heard from them? If I haven't been accepted, does that mean that my content isn't good? Do they hate my content? Do I have enough followers? I was so extremely proud of my site just a few days prior, but now my brand's confidence was shadowed by this self-doubt and anxiety because it was all becoming contingent on if this affiliate company was going to accept me. So though I felt those negative feelings, I pushed them aside especially once I heard back from the affiliate company about a month later. They had accepted me. I was so excited. I felt like I was in, you know, like I was approved. I had made it. And all of a sudden, I was a lifestyle blogger with a focus on motherhood. And I started sharing the outfits. And let me be real here. I am a girl's girl. I love me some fashion. But honestly, at the end of the day, yoga pants are my best friend. And it's what I was spending the most time in at this point outside of work, not the outfits that were affiliate worthy. 
But that didn't stop me. I wanted in on what everyone else was doing with affiliates. I had seen the cash that could follow, and I wanted to be a part of this exclusive group. So I started putting together outfits with the hashtags OOTD, LTK, WIW, and every other fashion tag out there on Instagram. And I started sharing more outfits on my site and, of course, making every single link an affiliate link. I also immediately jumped on that like-to-know post thing on Instagram that enables publishers to earn money off of Instagram posts. Now with social media a part of the affiliate game, this set forth a major tidal wave of affiliate dependence. It really became addicting. I started asking myself things like, how much could I sell today? How many outfits can I pull together, together this week? I started telling myself I needed new clothes all the time. Nothing I had in my closet was good enough. I needed new. I needed more. I needed to sell. I started spending countless hours at affiliate-friendly stores like Nordstrom, ordering clothes online, hiring photographers to shoot outfits of me stalking other Instagram accounts, returning the clothes, trying desperately to be regrammed by the affiliate company's page, and crafting my feed to look just like everyone else's who was using affiliate links and sharing outfits too. I was constantly checking my phone, went out to dinner with friends to see how many clicks I got on my last outfit. I was posting multiple times a day, spending 60 plus hours a week curating content to please the affiliate buyers. And little by little, the affiliate checks did start rolling in. I was seeing cash, even if it wasn't as much as some of my other friends, it at least was a start. So I felt like I had made it, right? I figured out how to monetize my blog. I was all set. The side hustle was working. Now, mind you, at the time, I still was working full-time as a publicist and making a substantial living doing so. I'm college-educated. I have a wealth of experience and knowledge under my belt. I've been doing PR since 2006, and typically, I follow my intuition, which really leads me to valuable business advice. And if you've heard my episode about following your fear, which is episode 23 of the Influencer Podcast, you know what I'm talking about. But... Unbeknownst to me, I had drunk a massive glass of this affiliate Kool-Aid, and I started down one of the most destructive business paths of my career. Not to mention, 2014 and 2015, when I got wrapped up into this affiliate rat race, was one of the most unconfident periods of my entire life. My friends, have you ever thought that you have done the hard part? You have started your business and you have taken that leap from belief into really stepping out and claiming a vision for yourself. But you know that if you want to make money doing what you love, you need other support. You need to grow. You need to scale. You need a marketing strategy. You need a lot of this stuff. Now, of course, I talk so much about these things, right? Like how to identify your target audience, where to find them, which marketing channels to focus on. So you're really making the most out of your budget. And of course, how to use things like data to set goals. But there's another great podcast that I love out there that also talks about this stuff. And it's called This is Small Business. This is Small Business, an original podcast from Amazon, answers so many of these kinds of questions. Whether you're dreaming of starting your business or you're looking to take a part-time side hustle full-time, or maybe you're a few years in and you're ready to scale. This is Small Business is going to give you the practical tips that you can start using today. And I know that if you love these topics on my podcast, you're going to love them on this one too. Make sure to follow This is Small Business on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you don't miss these fantastic episodes. And a big thanks to This is Small Business for sponsoring the show. During this destructive year, I may have started making money from affiliate links, 
but the inconsistent and nowhere near enough to to sustain the full-time career kept me feeling exhausted. Most important, the authenticity of my blog and my voice completely disappeared. Completely. I wasn't creating content out of passion. Heck, I wasn't even creating content out of a sliver of passion. I was creating content and running my blog all based on what would perform well for affiliate standards while constantly comparing myself to the blogger world around me that was growing by the second. I did not want to get left behind, and I was constantly in that scarcity feeling. My captions were outfit-focused and, quite frankly, robotic and completely disingenuous. There were no authentic explanations about why I love the pieces that I was sharing about my photos. There were no honest takeaways, solutions to issues that mattered, or real connection with this beautiful community that was right at my fingertips to learn and grow from. Me, myself, and my brand got manufactured and boring. My following only responded when I shared photos of myself in cute clothes and social media really became the only real way I got engagement. My newsletter subscriptions started to decline. I was continually promoting affiliate links more than my actual blog links. And worst of all, the traffic on my blog became almost non-existent. No one ever needed to leave my Instagram feed to go see what I was talking about on my blog because everything that I was talking about was affiliate links right there on my Instagram feed. I was unknowingly teaching my audience how to like and know photos and not teaching them anything else. I was training my audience to not only love the affiliate content, not the content I was curating. I became so unconscious to the lack of connecting that I was taking place between my readers and myself. It was a vicious, anxiety-fueled, and impersonal rat race for me, and I started to feel it. Real quick before I go further... I want to preface the next bit by saying this. I am not blaming any affiliate company for my lack of growth during that time. When it comes to those companies, I did and still do work with them from time to time. So I'm not biting the hand that feeds. I also want to say that I am in no way disrespecting any influencers who rely on affiliate sites to make their income. I am a huge supporter of women following their passion, truly. But more on this in a few minutes. So as the hamster wheel spun on... I became aware of my situation. I was running and running and I had brought my beloved community with me. I had to get myself, my brand and my community off this wheel and back to a place of empowerment and brilliance. Around this time of pretty much pure exhaustion, I also became aware of the disconnect between the affiliate companies that I was dying to perform well for and what I was getting out of it. Yes, I was consistently making anywhere from $500 to $2,000 a month from the affiliate site, but I was making a lot more money on the brand deals that I had started pitching and negotiating for myself, usually another two to $4,000, and that had nothing to do with an affiliate site. But the affiliate company ended that year, this was 2014, with $10 million in sales and 75 million emails in their database. Compared to my $500 to $2,000 in commission from them, I was a speck in their affiliate universe. I felt like they didn't care about me. I felt like they didn't even know who I was. I point this out because it was here that I started to notice what bloggers like myself were doing for the growth of this affiliate company and really how little in the grand scheme of things we were getting from them in return. Of course, you have your outlier bloggers in the world of affiliate influencing, but I was not one of them. The majority of bloggers out there are not one of them. 
What I realized in this process was that we bloggers have the divine right to work with affiliates in a way that is fair and healthy. It doesn't enable them as our sole source of income, inspiration, and growth. And most importantly, there has to be a strategy in place if you want to sustain a business and brand over time. You have to rely on yourself and your brand, not on an affiliate network that one, might not be a true fit for your brand anyway, and two, could be gone tomorrow. All of that was a serious realization for me. It was a massive screech in my hamster wheel, a chance for me to get off of it, to refocus, realign, re-engage with what my blog, my influence was really meant to be. I needed to get back to what my real passions were and why I initially sought out to be a blogger in the first place, which for me was to create and to connect. I needed to get back to my core values, to my heart. So where did I go once I deprioritized affiliates? Well, hence, it's where I am today. You see, as a natural connector, a professional strategist and publicist, I've always been driven by helping and inspiring people to find that creative magic within. The magic that inspires courage and determination to let their brand and business shine. But I wasn't doing that with affiliates. Top that off with working directly with bloggers and influencers and landing the major brand deals, I knew there was a magic brewing within what my brand could be. And again, this didn't solely include affiliates. I started thinking that perhaps bloggers rely so much on affiliates because they may not have the proper strategy, connections, tools, or know-how to build a purposeful influence and monetize their blog themselves. Maybe bloggers saw affiliates as the only answer when in fact it's not. I saw that I was consistently building my brand and generating more side hustle income from the relationships I cultivated and brand deals I was negotiating for myself instead of the affiliate links that I was using. I knew this is where I could begin helping bloggers out there that were just like me. I could teach them how to do the same thing. So how I re-strategized and got back to what I felt was my passion was that I started asking myself questions like these. What is my long-term goal with my blog? What am I currently doing every day with my blog that takes up the majority of my time? And is that really helping me get to my goal? What are my opportunities for growth? Am I giving into negative emotions, competition, comparison, or fears too much? How are my connections and relationships with my audience? Am I making a sustainable living with my career? Do I even feel like I have a career? Am I doing work that inspires me and aligns me with my purpose? Am I hitting my income goals? What does my audience really need from me? How can I best serve them each day? So I changed my blog name to juliesolomon.net, the online resource for bloggers and influencers in 2016, and created this very podcast, The Influencer Podcast, in 2017 which are both now destinations for creative influencers and bloggers to find their purpose, establish their brand, and grow their business and income, which you probably already know. And from this rebrand, I also created Pitch It Perfect, which is an online program that teaches influencers how to move from one-off paid-to-post content and redundant affiliate links to long-term big bucks and brand collaborations. One month into this rebrand with my new focus, I had doubled my newsletter subscription and grown my website traffic by 57%, 57%. 
5%. Huge. My Instagram numbers and engagement also multiplied. I made $10,000 a month in brand partnerships from the pitching techniques that I created in Pitch It Perfect because I was spending more time focusing on that than I was trying to make $10 off of an affiliate post. My brand was improving and my business was growing more into a long-term brand and not just a side hustle, all without relying on the affiliates as the basis and backbone. I was sharing what I really loved, writing blog posts that helped other influencers out there create a brand that was unique for them, doing my own thing on my own time in my own way. Weekly trips to the mall and Instagram obsession was not included. And even saying this out loud now, I truly feel an incredible amount of light and gratitude because by far Following my true core calling, not what I saw working for others in my industry or making affiliates my priority, I was succeeding. The brand was honest and very much me. And best of all, I was happy. I was really starting to find joy in the work that I do, which is now why I still find joy in the work that I do. So that was a lot. There you have it. It might be a really crazy beautiful, broken story full of big lessons and loss of time and not feeling like myself. But it is a story that to me is brave and beautiful because it led me to this very podcast and it led me to you and it led me to the rebrand of my truth. It led me to serve in my own uniquely creative way with all of you today. And it was a rebrand full of lessons, but in the end, really full more of light, honestly. So I hope this was obvious, but if not, I'd like to call it out. My intention of sharing my journey was to connect, to be something you could nod your head to, to relate to, to take something away from. This is not a plot against affiliate platforms, nor is this anything negative towards influencers who rely on them. I still use them. I have a lot of incredible, incredible friends who are fantastic influencers who use them. The point is to inspire y'all to think back to the root of your business and of who you are and to empower you to know that there's more to blogging than affiliate links and to give you some strategy tips along the way. There's more to your brand than relying and obsessing over affiliates, and there are other ways to create income. So knowing what I know now, I would not change a thing. Going through that led me to my real blogging purpose, which is to empower purpose within each of our own unique influence by giving the bloggers the tools and techniques that they need to really think and feel for themselves and to grow a sustainable living doing so. So my sincere hope today is that in me deciding to stop hiding behind something else, a small part of you will feel encouraged enough to stop hiding too. If this episode resonated with you, but you're not sure what to do next, well, I have something you may be interested in. Starting next week on April 2nd, I'm hosting a free five-day email challenge called the Up Level Your Pitch Challenge. This challenge will teach you the five simple strategies that I used when I rebranded my blog and that led me to booking my own brand deals, negotiating deals, and monetizing my platform, all which led to my six-figure business. And you guessed it, without relying solely on affiliate sales. So during the five days, you are going to learn the two things that your feed must have to attract a loyal audience and community. You've likely not thought of this new way to hone in on your niche and find the right audience for your contact, but don't worry. I'm spilling the beans on exactly what you need to do to get started. 
And I'll also be sharing how to elevate your elevator pitch because it is so normal to think it's intimidating to write, right? So we'll get you over that and set to expand your reach with my guide. I'll also tell you why you need an elevator pitch and really how to hone it in and craft it. Then we get to one of my favorite topics, which is exactly what to include in a pitch email. After this lesson, you'll have a plan of attack in place. So get those fingers ready to type up a pitch so you can land some sweet brand deals and start to generate consistent monthly income as well. And of course, I will dive deep into everyone's most asked question, which is what to charge for a sponsored post. So I get super transparent here and tell you exactly what I negotiated as I generated six figures in income with less than 20,000 followers. So you can set up your own rate sheet too. So there is so much more coming throughout the week as well, including a live masterclass and some other fun face-to-face strategy time with me. This challenge was really created by me for you with the purpose to serve up the best information and strategies that I can so you too can start empowering yourself to create that thriving business that I know that you want so badly. So if this sounds like something that you think resonated with you today and that you want help with, I hope that you join us next week for the challenge. You can go to uplevelyourpitchchallenge.com and join. Again, that's uplevelyourpitchchallenge.com. And lastly, I would love to hear from you if this episode did connect with you in any way. You can leave a message in the iTunes review section or just connect with me over on Instagram at Joel Solomon. As always, I'd love to connect and chat with you about your thoughts, your feelings, your questions, and I'm so here for you. And I see you. I'd love to see you on your journey. So please know that you can always reach out. Have a wonderful rest of your week, and I hope to see you next week for the Uplevel Your Pitch Challenge. Are you ready to create your own industry-leading influence? For show notes, downloads, and action-based tips, head to www.theinfluencerpodcast.com, where you can find out more about this week's episode, guest, and our host, Julie Solomon. If you enjoyed this week's episode, please take a minute to go to iTunes and leave a review so we can help other influencers like yourself build their own successful business.